What is up? What is going on, Dave at SVA Card Collectors? Now, I've been noticing my numbers have been going up slightly, so allow me to reintroduce myself, as Hova would say, Mr. Jay-Z, or as they say in Espanol, Yay-Z. <laughs> so, um, I am now 38. I was 37 when I started this. Um, I started collecting, getting back into cards, um, September, October of last year, and uh, just became obsessed with how much it's changed since back in the 90s, um, early 90s for me, when I was last collecting, and just became immersed in it, and just went, just started wiling out on buying cards for no reason, just going all over the place, buying whatever I can buy, and all those mistakes that I made. I wanted to share with you guys, and that's how this pod, podcast started. I started learning a bunch of stuff. I came back. I came from uh, selling used electronics on eBay, um, going to garage sales and, and things like that. I used to also do some Amazon stuff. Um, so just if you, you want to know a little background about me, that, that's, that's the gist. I'm not, I don't really have... A, like a Batman backstory. That'd be pretty cool. I started making some stuff up. So anyway, so now I'm noticing it's ridiculous with Acuna and his, his, his cards. It, it is. Head over to my website. I do have a Acuna um, article where I go through all his rookie cards and which box you have to get what card because it becomes very, very confusing. Um, bat up, bat down. And now the big card is the Bat Down Metallic Snowflake that was in the holiday blaster boxes that you could only get in Walmart. What are you, what are you doing, guys? What? It's definitely got to be a person who had a bunch of holiday, holiday blaster boxes that they needed to get rid of, and they just... Uh, there's no way. Why? I mean, I could, I could tell you why. Because people were looking for other cards to buy that were it's the same picture as the bat down for uh, series two but it has a little metallic snowflake and now the graded psa 10 i think went for like 120 130 now um ridiculous so if you have a raw one i would go and put it up now meaning ungraded because by the time you get it graded um it may be too late. I don't see this card being as popular as the other ones. I just think this is a, he's going for the 40-40, so everything is hot with him right now. Um, I know his bat up, which is part of the 2018 Tops update, is starting to go down a little bit. Um, that, I believe, will always be the card to collect. I mean, the bat down will be the card collect, but it's that's going for a lot of money. The, the regular man's. The poor man's version of Acuna, which is still not a poor man because it's still over $100. That's the card that will be the most popular and readily accessible. Um, again, boxes are going nuts. They're going crazy. And it's so... I, I remember seeing them... I remember liking the set, and I did. I bought a decent amount of them. And I actually, when I was going through, I found two Glaber Torres uh, white pinstripe cards. And those in a PSA 10 go for around 60, 70 bucks now. And guys, these are just base cards and nothing, 
nothing crazy in uh, update, but it's demand and they're doing really well. Um, and Soto, that's his only card. You have Topps Update Chrome and then you have the regular Topps Update. So Soto's in that. He wasn't in Series 1 or Series 2. So that's his card to collect. Um, so I, I, we've, I've spoken about it before, but it's just, it's just astonishing. This card just keeps on going up. It's still getting hot. And uh, just wa 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 1985 Topps Football. The podcast was on fire with how many people listen to. I don't think people care about my 85 Topps football card, guys. I know some people do, um, but I wrote an article on it. I just thought it was fascinating. There's, there's cards that had like a population of two that was selling for over $200. Um, it's on my website now, svacardcollectors.com. Sign up also, you get a calendar. Now, why would I have a calendar? For the latest updates you know, of card releases. Now, I was all pumped and ready to go to start talking about Bowman Chrome because it's now coming out. If you are on Twitter, you've been getting little dribs and drabs of prospects that are going to be on, you know, in, <clears throat> in the upcoming release. And they're okay. There's nothing. There was, I forget the prospect's name that came out um, because I want to do a full analysis but eh. <laughs> I don't think there's a review. You know, there's one, you know, one to five stars. There's no, eh. and I think that's more where it should be. It should be on the line of, eh. um, but again, you can never tell. This stuff, three, four, five years down the line, is when you can really tell how well a release is going to be. And um, nothing. It, it, it's being pushed back to the 18th. Um, there is no checklist yet. But if you check my calendar, you will see that it's been pushed back to the 18th. So you would have already known. So all you have to do is sign up and the email will have that shareable, clickable, lovable calendar for you guys. And you can even click on it. And if you want to buy the box, I have a description and you can just go right there and buy it. Bang. Done. That's how I roll. Well, that's how we roll. So now... I was talking to somebody about basketball cards, and I just, it is astonishing to me, um, Giannis from Milwaukee, from the Milwaukee Bucks, his silver card is going for like two, three thousand dollars. His base card is going for, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm talking about Panini Prism, his rookie Panini Prism. His rookie card in a PSA 10 is going for 450, 500. His Beckett is going to 9.5 is going, you know, mid to high twos, which I don't understand why people would get it graded by Beckett. Um, I, I just don't get it because it is a significant difference in price. And I just don't think, I think if you send in, in a 9.5, you should be able to get a 10 in PSA. I know it doesn't happen all the time, but I would rather spend the money and get a 10. Because if you get a PSA 10, you're almost doubling the value of it. Plus, it's cheaper. Um, I'm not going to talk about the scandals right now. 
to be honest with you, nobody cares. I've come to the realization that it is no one, no one cares. It doesn't matter. The, and people should. It's disgusting. I think PSA is involved with a lot of this stuff, but no one cares. <laughs> I just that's what it comes down to. Maybe you're a vintage card. Maybe if you're an old school guy. But everybody new school. Um, buying cards, flipping cards, you need to get stuff graded. Um, that's where you get your most bang for your buck. You can try to do the raw cards, but it's just, you're, it's a lower dollar value. So I would just stick to PSA and get them graded, try to get that 10. Even nines, PSA nines are going for crazy amounts of money for these, these bigger player cards. Um, I don't know what the pop report says on these cards as well, but I don't think it matters. Especially on these new cards, it doesn't. Um, looking at, um, I was looking at LeBron James and, and his, was it 2003, 2004 Tops um, cards, and it seems like it's like Mike Trout. It's a it's direct correlation to Mike Trout. And his cards are going for $1,000 and there are a ton of PSA 10 uh, Mike Trout rookie cards tops update, and they still sell for 900 to 1,000 bucks. They're not slowing down. Um, now, long term, I've spoken about this before. Long term, I don't know if it stays at that value. I think while he's playing, yeah, he's going to be keep on going. It's going to keep going up, and and maybe in you know, what happens in 20 years? And he stopped playing, and people could still watch him and everything like that, but he's not, he'll be considered one of the best and one of the greatest. So maybe his value holds up like Mickey Mantle. But Mickey Mantle also has scarcity. And I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, long term, with regards to newer cards that have high pop population, you know, PSA 10s, I don't know, which makes... You know, I, I did the 85 Tops football because the population was so low on so many cards. Um, the Eric Dickerson card, there's like nine of them. That's it. And there was one, and it sold for like 220. It's, I believe his rookie card is the previous year. But there's only nine of them. That's it. You can't find them anywhere. And they don't sell very often. There was only one or two. That's sold in the past couple of months. And, like, that's it. You're not getting this. Unless people start opening these boxes and really searching for them. It's tough. It's going to be tough. So, I, I don't know. I, I know that's where the 80s is going. Um, you can see it. That investing in these top-of-the-line guys in PSA 10s is going to be the way to go. Um Eventually, people will start collecting sets like they do in the 60s because people want to do it, and they're going to try to get the PSA 10s, but I think once that happens, and this is, I think, a long time. I think we're talking about 10, 15 years now. Now we're talking about, I think these cards, people are going to start getting into it. People like me, people are going to want, I want a PSA 10 of the 1989 tops. It should be cheap. You can't find it anywhere. So people are going to start opening these boxes trying to get grades of 9s and 10s for these, for these sets because they're going to be wanted. Um, 
and then after a while this is going to be a flood of them so maybe all of a sudden you instead of having like less than five you have 50 of them 60 of them and then people are going to go I don't want these cards. I don't want my Al Nipper card from 1989. <laughs> my 88 Al Nipper, or whatever the hell his name was. I don't even remember if it's Al Nipper or not. Um, so, I know I'm a little bit all over the place today, but I, I just, just crazy. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm getting my learn on for basketball cards and just astonished about the money that's being thrown down. And it's just getting crazier and crazier. It really is. Um, I listen to sports daily podcasts. Sports. Uh, the podcast where people say that they don't particularly care for these for this guy because he seems very smarmy. He's uh, uh, he thinks who he is. I don't really see him coming off like that. I can see how people do. I just. I, Unless someone said it, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have said anything. And he was talking about flipping on comp. Um, and how he did hundreds and thousands of cards. Has he done hundreds of thousands of cards? Who knows? It doesn't matter. Um, but I do think that is a good place to make some money. Now, you're not going to be... Um, you're not going to become a millionaire. It ain't something you're going to be able to do full time. But it might be something that you can do that maybe you get a couple hundred bucks a month. And you need to slowly build up your inventory and you need to pay attention to trends and things like that. It's very, very, very similar to um, my Amazon flips. Um, I know he started discussing his Amazon business. I sort of just didn't listen because I have listened to so many podcasts about Amazon um, from guys who do it full time. So I didn't really need to. But I shouldn't say that because I learn something new all the time from people who are just getting started or who have a different niche. But he had the same niche that I was in. So I I sort of knew where he was going. Um, You need inventory just like any place else, just like a dealer, just like whatever. Um, you can send a bunch of cards in, um, but trends, timing, things of that nature, that's where you can practice that stuff on comp and you can sort of then have it blend into buying stuff on eBay. So you can practice buying stuff like in the off season, like right now is not the time to buy baseball cards. Right now is the time to buy basketball cards. So you should be looking for Um, Panini Silvers or maybe Panini Selects of guys who you think are going to do better. Now, you can buy, you can buy certain guys pretty cheap and maybe you do that. Maybe you just buy like, you know, you take a chance, you take risks and you can do that because with comp, it's, some cards are, are so cheap and you don't need to get them. They don't need to come to your house. They can just stay there. So you buy them and then you wait and like I've said a long time ago, once you have a steady stream of cards, you will always be selling cards. It will take a little while to build up that inventory, but as each season goes on, you will then have cards from the previous year that you're ready to sell, or that should be moving up. Like when uh, maybe eight to 10 weeks in, or maybe a little bit, maybe 12 weeks in the football season, when um, teams are starting to get out of the playoffs or 
good players are not doing as well in the year, you start buying those cards up. Basketball season should be starting. So you should start selling the cards that you've been buying now in the basketball season. And those are the, like the quick flips that you're talking about. You also have your long-term flips. But what this guy was talking about, which is another important thing, is mentality. Um, I struggle with this all the time. If you're going to flip, flip. If you say, I'm going to buy this card to flip, flip it. Don't start looking at it and go, oh, I really like it. This is a cool card. Maybe I'll bring He's As soon as he said that, I, he was talking about me. Um, it, it really was the truth. I get like that sometimes. I start looking at cards and I go, oh, I don't know. I like that. It look, I like that little shimmer. It makes, my, it, makes it move a little. So, you know, you don't want to do that. It's just you flip it, move on. Flip it, move on. Hey, I want to keep this guy long term. Then do it. Don't then go after a month if the price goes up real quick. Say, oh, I'm going to get my money right away. Hold on to it. Maybe it goes up even more. Maybe you lose out. Who knows? But you would learn. You would figure it out and you would see trends. That's everything. Trends. You can, you can see the trends. You can see stuff that's going on. And you can see who to buy and who not. That's why Tops Update is starting to go pretty high this year for pre-sales and everything like that. People have been noticing trends and got to get on it. So I'll tell you right now, the trend, November, December, January, more December, January, you need to be buying baseball cards. Buy them. Go go nuts. Because in February, March, April, that's when you're going to be selling them. So I know, guys, I've been a little bit all over the place today. Um, but that's where my brain was yesterday. A little bit all over the place. I'm at my job, svacardcollectors.com. Download the app, Flick Chat, where we can talk, discuss things. You know, whatever. Also, Facebook group, Instagram, Twitter, hit me up over there. You know what to do. Buy some cards and go broke. Later.